we're talking about investing with exchange-traded funds. This is the ETF of the week, where we get the latest take from Tom Lydon, Chief Executive Officer at ETFtrends.com. Tom, great to chat with you again. Great to be back. Thanks, Chuck. Tom, your ETF of the week is... The Vanek Inflation Allocation ETF, ticker symbol RAAX. RAAX, Vanek Inflation Allocation. This is a really interesting one because, of course, people hear inflation, but they don't necessarily understand what goes behind it. And this is about real assets as a way to hedge inflation, right? Well, that's right, Chuck. I mean, inflation's been the word of 2022 for sure. We've seen the battle that's going on between rising prices at the pumps, in the restaurants, in the supermarkets, as far as the supply chain, right across the board. And what's going on overseas with Russia and Ukraine is not helping the situation at all. At the same time, the Fed signaled a couple years ago when inflation started to tick up that it was going to be short term, it was going to be transitory, that they were going to have things well in hand. Well, that wasn't the case. And even more so, investors and advisors have been ahead of that. Today, the Fed has a lot of rate hikes in their wallets that they're going to be using over time. The big question is, do they have enough? Are the hikes enough to stem off inflation? Because their concern is if they are too hawkish, if they are too aggressive, is it going to put the U.S. economy into recession? And that's the balancing act. Many feel that they'll not be as hawkish and will not hike rates as quickly or uh, as dramatically as needed. So that means we're going to continue to have inflation, not just for this year, but probably going in for the next three to five years. We did a webcast this week with the folks from Van Eck, and they're seeing that this is still in the early stages. If this was a nine-inning game, they're saying the third or fourth inning. And if that's the case, to protect your portfolio, you need something like this in there. And it's not an allocation that's going to be traditionally a, a three or five percent. Many are feeling in order for to make some impact, you need at least a 15% allocation. So Chuck, you and I talk about great strategy ideas from time to time, but the percentage of allocation in the portfolio based on what's going on in the markets and around the world today is really critical here. Well, if you're going to make an allocation that big, and it's a question you and I talk about all the time, if you're going to say, I want to make potentially a 15% allocation to something like this, where's that money coming from? First of all, if you have a diversified portfolio, say a 60-40 portfolio between equities and bonds, it's no big question about what's happening in the bond market these days. Tough year last year, starting out to be dreadful this year as we continue to see rates increase. So more and more people are moving away from that 40% allocation to a 30 or even a 20. And some of that money is going over to inflation protection investments. Some of that money's going to cash. Some of that money is going over to dividend-oriented equities that tend to be a little bit more conservative as well. But we're seeing today, when you look at year-to-date flows, there is more money that's gone into the commodity sector of ETFs than have gone into all of U.S. fixed income. That's never happened, and it's very noteworthy. It's also noteworthy 
from an allocation perspective, because the traditional hedge for inflation is gold. At the time when everybody was saying, well, inflation is transitory, gold was not working as an inflation hedge. It was not doing anything to give counterbalance. Now, this fund has gold, but as you pointed out, it's got that significant slug of commodities and natural resources and all the rest in there. That means, yeah, it, it can do some of the gold hedging and it can do some of the rest. So is there a possibility here that you want to use this instead of using a gold ETF as your inflation hedge? Gold's been the worst performing commodity in the last couple of years, Chuck, and a lot of people have taken note of that. Historically, that's been the place to go. However, when you go back and look at other times of inflation, gold tends to be a second half player, and the folks of Van Eck point this out as well. So if we're in the early innings, it may be that gold picks up as we get later in the months ahead. However, having diversified allocation among all commodities, areas like real estate and energy, not just precious metals, but also base metals too. So in this ETF, if you open up the hood, you can see that it actually buys other ETFs that are specific to commodity strategies, inflation protection strategies. So it's fun to look at it and say, yes, it's got about 13% in gold, but it almost has as much specifically allocated to energy, specifically allocated to real estate. They've done a good job of diversification, and that's really key. Last question here. We're always talking about the 200-day moving average, but this is a case where the motivation is inflation. This fund has been below its 200-day moving average, even at times when we've been in an inflationary environment. It's above it now. Do you stay in this fund with the heavier allocation, not necessarily above the 200-day moving average, but as long as inflation stays, say, above Fed target rates, which are closer to you know, two and a half, three percent than they are the current eight, nine percent. I'm glad you brought it up, Chuck, because if we're saying that you need to have a meaningful allocation in order for it to help protect your portfolio, people are going to get out of their comfort zone. So rather than just buying and holding a 15 percent allocation or more, by using a trend following strategy, you know that you're going to protect the downside all of a sudden if inflation goes away. Many don't feel that that's going to happen overnight. However, if you do put an allocation into commodities, it's nice to follow the trends. We talk about trend following a lot. There's some areas where you can buy and hold in in diversified equities or diversified fixed income. But an area like commodities, inflation protection during inflationary times, it's a cycle. The whole idea about following a trend is following the cycle. You can't pick the top and you can't pick the bottom, but you can get that big, chunky middle piece. And following this ETF on a 200-day average would make a lot of sense. So you can follow it on a 200-day average. You could measure it against inflation. But one way or the other, an interesting choice that could be a bigger part of your portfolio allocation than many of the things that are ETF for the week, it's the Van Eck Inflation Allocation ETF. R-A-A-X, the ETF of the week from Tom Lydon. Tom, great stuff. We'll do this again next week. Thanks, Chuck. The ETF of the week is a joint production between ETFtrends.com and Money Life with Chuck Jaffe. And yes, that's me and my show. And you can learn all about it by going to moneylifeshow.com by checking it out on your favorite podcast app. To learn more about investing in exchange-traded funds, go to ETFtrends.com. 
The site is on Twitter at ETF Trends and Tom Lydon, their chief executive officer and my guest. He's on Twitter too, at Tom Lydon. And the site will help you do anything you want in terms of learning, researching, and more on ETFs. The ETF of the week is here for you every Thursday. We hope you will subscribe. And if you have time, we'd love it if you'd leave us a review because they really do help. But until we do this again next week, and on behalf of Tom Lydon and ETF Trends, I'm Chuck Jaffe saying happy investing, everybody. Everybody.